Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon.
Hey, we're officially live. Everyone can see us and hear us now. Everyone can watch Jay finish his last bite. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the timing was perfect. I finished lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody uh, uh, say hi. Test your mic. Make sure uh, everything's working good. I know we can hear Jay. He just, said, he just spoke. But uh, what's up, uh, Brandon and Darth? Hey. Evening. How are you? Hey, cool. We can hear everybody. Everybody in chat, let us know if uh, anybody gets muted or, you know, the video freezes. Let us know in chat. We'll get it fixed right away. Um, before we get into uh, today's session and a little mini recap, um, I want to do like we always do. Let's go around the table. Everybody introduce yourself. Let people know where they can find you online, you know, what you're into, and then introduce your character as well. Uh, Brandon, start it off. Hey, thanks. Uh, I am Brandon Perkins, also known as DM underscore Brando on the socials. And uh, I do all kinds of tabletop stuff, including this. Uh, and I do some writing. I'm working on a novel right now. I'm currently 13 chapters into a book called Sola Harvest of Souls, which you can find for free on Royal Road. Uh, that's right. It's absolutely free. I'm not charging anything for it. However, if you do want to support me on Patreon, there are links there. Uh, and it's also patreon.com forward slash Brandon underscore Perkins. Uh, and today I am playing Jerry the Ghoul. And, uh, I'm your, the ghouliest ghoul around. <laughs> Darth. Awesome night, evening. I'm Darth Zion. I do a lot of Fallout content over on YouTube usually. You can find me at slash Darth Zion Games. I'm also on all the social media at the same thing. We're sort of working towards some Starfield stuff as the year progresses as well. So if you're into all that stuff, I'd love to have you check it out. Today I'm playing Sprocket, a Mr. Handy who has a mechanic background. Oh, yeah. Jay. Um, oh, hey, uh, what can I say? It's Jay Casual. You can find me on all social media at Just2Casual. I'm writing my own TTRPG anime-inspired urban fantasy, Deep Breath, where the old world of magic meets a new world of technology. You can find information on that at DeepBreathRPG.com. That's D-E-E-P-R-E-T-H-R-P-G.com. And I am playing the Wasteland Super Mutant Samurai, Genbaji Yasuke, ready to bring honor. The wasteland. Oh, yeah, perfect. And I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the founder of Cyber Nation Uncensored. I'm also the overseer here. I'll be running the game every week. This game is from the Mad Queen channel. So if you know you're a little confused on the team, the setup, the Mad Queen, you are in the right place. Um, all our previous sessions are on the Mad Queen YouTube channel. So check that out. Uh, learn about all the cool things the team has been through. Uh, we did a little Session Zero recap uh, episode last week on this channel. Um, it's archived, uh, VOD'd on the CyberNation Uncensored YouTube. Everyone can watch that video. And basically that, that one video is going to recap all previous uh, 16 sessions, the whole Season 1. It'll tell you everything that has happened bringing us up to this session right here. However... Uh, if you're new, you're here, you haven't got a chance to uh, get into that recap, don't stress it. Um, I'll, I'll you know, give you a little breakdown uh, as we get started. 
But uh, before I do that, I want to encourage everybody, please give me a follow and a subscribe here on Twitch, also on YouTube, anywhere you see CyberNation Uncensored. We do lots of gameplay tutorials, um, just all kinds of videos and streams, not just me, but also other game masters. In fact, after this stream is Fallout set in Asia by GM Capricious Nature, so don't go anywhere. Um, and then tomorrow is his uh, Nomad Cyberpunk Red campaign. I've got a few monthly Cyberpunk Reds going on here, so... Um, and an upcoming Dune that'll be starting. So yeah, subscribe, follow to CyberNation Uncensored. I also want to give a shout out to my supporters on Patreon, uh, the ones that opted in for the shout out. Uh, all of you are the fuel on my fire. You keep me creating and I really appreciate all of you so much. Uh, Kevin Moreno, Joseph Holder, William Huddleston, Naomi Madlass, Jamie Minch, John Effort, Leaded Coffee, Michael Edmonds, aka Akira, uh, Chris Anderson, Dolan Pondsmith, Matt James, who's also GM Reservoir Panda, Rothen, who's Renegade 420, Revolver Gray, Steve Barr of Sirenscape, an official uh, sponsor here at CyberNation Uncensored, uh, Zeno, Zach, who's GM Capricious Nature, who I just mentioned earlier, Cyber Smiley, who also runs uh, every other Wednesday on our channel, Tales uh, from the Forlorn Dopes. They do uh, a whole cyberpunk uh, uh, series, uh, Cyber Smiley and uh, Wisdom of Data Fortress 2020, some alumni of uh, cyberpunk. Uh, Raven, shout out to Raven, who's here with us in chat as well. Andy uh, Stretton and Copious Salt. Hopefully I got everybody's name right. If I fucked it up, just message me. I'll get it fixed. I apologize. Um, okay, cool. Let's uh, let's get some Sirenscape sounds going. Um I'll do a little mini recap here, and we'll dive in. Uh, like I said, I don't want to go into too much detail, because we did have a good 16 sessions over there on the Mad Queen channel. Check all those out for all the great details, but ultimately the team was helping Sprocket uh, get to his owner, which led to uh, helping settlers get back to their, their encampment, which was uh, set in Disney World. They ended up being this, this Mickey Mouse cult with scarification tattoos and more. They have a missile silo under there. Uh, the team was hired to try to clear the way to it. They uh, broke it, taking the, the, the uh, circuit board out of it so they couldn't set off the missile at the Enclave, which is over at the launch pad, trying to rock this thing called Clean Wave, which is killing everything. Uh, the Brotherhood's posted up in Miami. The team might try to pin them on them, uh, possibly, but they ran into some super mutant that's doing mind control on ghouls. He was going to attack the Brotherhood in Miami, uh, working with the Northside Kings, apparently some raiders in North Miami. Um, and yeah, aside from running across cannibals, quicksand, and, and a couple other crazy things, I think that's that's the gist of it. Uh, the team now is uh, helping this super mutant that was doing mind control on these ghouls uh, they went down into this bunker trying to get him uh, all this ammo and, and weapons and, and armor and all this stuff out of this bunker that he couldn't fit down into. Um, so he can send it over to uh, the Northside Kings over there in Miami and prep for their attack on the Brotherhood. Apparently he knows Grandpa. He mentioned, uh, you know, using Grandpa to get materials over there to Northside Kings. But uh, in turn, he's going to give the team this key that he's wearing around his neck, this sort of punch card uh, key that the team needs to get this vault up and running. They came across this holotape in the past uh, sort of distress signal, this vault. Um, it had uh, all these security set up and bots and things, but nothing was running. They're missing the actual circuit board for it to be functional and to get into the system to fix it or even get the circuit board in there, which the team has. They have a couple of these circuit boards. Uh, they need that punch card to even get in and make it work. Um, it was around the neck of the overseer. And that super mutant uh, used the mind control ghouls to jack everyone out of the vault. He's turning them into ghouls. 
um, exposing them to radiation to be part of his mind-controlled army. Um, so that's where we're at. The team is trying to appease this super mutant just to get that key card, you know? Um, so they're down in this bunker. Um, I'll give a little visual of it here um, just so people can kind of see what they're they're looking at. I know it looks like the, the little pr Protectron is floating there, but I assure you he's not flying. Um, but yeah, it's a series of tunnels down in this bunker. Uh, they got on this little cart sort of on these tracks and went to the other end, which is another bunker. Um, and they're at that entrance right now. They have all this equipment, all this armor, ammo, things they've gathered. Their raider, Clarice, who's Mad Queen, uh, says, look, things are getting serious. Now that I see I have a second exit out of here, I don't have to go deal with that fucking super mutant. I'm going to take some of the things that I found. I'll, I'll leave some with you, whatever you want. And by the way, I put that list in the chat so you guys can see what she had. Anything you guys want from that, by all means, just let me know. Um, but she says, hey, I'm going to go to my family down south. Um, let them know what's going on. That Enclave's up there uh, with this clean wave brotherhood's over here. This mind control ghoul might start a war. We're going to try to sabotage it and do what we can. This potential vault we can hide out in, I don't know yet. But I got to go to my family and, and let them know. So she takes off. She's going to sneak back over to the super mutant, get her dog, Rewa, um, and then start hightailing it south to her family. So that's what she does. She takes off. She goes up out that entrance. Sprocket had control in the computer using his awesome science skill, got uh, everything open. Um, but there you are, uh, Jerry DeGool and Sprocket posted up with all this stuff. Uh, you guys can kind of discuss. You just said bye to Clarice. Oh, it uh, looks like it's you and me, Shiny. Indeed, so it would appear. And um, how exactly are we going to handle this? Our uh, angry friend is still waiting by the other entrance. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, well, I still like the plan of leaving some stuff here so that we can come back and get it later. And uh, just give all the stuff we don't want over to uh, soups up there. I think we can carry on with that plan. Um, I think the best route here might be to use our train system to get back to the other bunker and head out over there. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff and a long way to go if we don't. Agree. Uh, I think that's the best way to go. Hopefully the power will work enough for us to be able to get down there. It was flickering pretty bad. Yeah, that's definitely a worry. Um... So, what are we going to leave down here, then? All right. Well, that's a real good question. Uh, I, I think the missile launcher was one thing that we wanted to hang on to. Uh, some sets of armor, some combat armor, I think. Yes, uh, uh, I don't some... think that's quite going to fit me, but... <laughs> that's true. I mean, we could try to glue it to you. It's worked in the past. Gluing <laughs> stuff onto you. Yeah, he is wearing his hat. <laughs> that they glued on from his master his, when they found him. No choice on that front right now. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think perhaps we'll uh, hold off on the glue for a bit. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, maybe I'll take one of those suits. It might look nice with my helmet. It's a good one. It, a lucky helmet. Lucky helmet, yeah. <laughs> I think that's that's good, you... That's really good, because, yeah, it's true. This thing has saved my bacon more than once. Yes, well, 
one small upside to Clarice's departure, I suppose. At least she won't be shooting you in the head anymore. <laughs> what are friends for, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. What a metal even so, uh, so <laughs> Even so, I'm, I'm going to miss her. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, but I got a feeling we'll see her again, you know? Um, Indeed. She's got a family to think of that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember our responsibilities. Yeah. Even if everything has gone to uh, hell in a handcart, as they say. Well, um, what, what else should we leave here? Uh, I guess we could bring the ammo that we want to keep with us because this guy doesn't know how much ammo we had coming in. This is true, yes. Um, what have I got down here then? Uh, Let's drop this missile launcher down uh, here. Where are we going to put these uh, things that we're coming back for, then? Are we just going to leave them out here, or are we going to try and tuck them somewhere a bit safer? Like, try to hide them a little bit, you're thinking? Might be a good idea. We don't know how secure this bunker is. Uh, that's true. Uh, okay. Um, we'll, we'll find a nice corner, maybe hide them behind, like, a skid or something like that. and uh, hope Hope for the best, you know. So I've got a missile launcher here. Did somebody have the the missiles for this thing? Uh, yeah, I got them right here. Okay, might as well leave those with it if we're going to leave that down here. Yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, leave those there. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Um, I've got some. He heavy leather armor suits, but I'm thinking we, you know. I could give those off to to soups up there. Yeah, if you want to hold on to the combat armor, that would probably be the larger upgrade. Yeah, I agree. Stuff looks pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, my road leathers are good now, but the uh, combat armor, uh, that would be quite a boon. I can imagine so. Mm. Yeah, so... so yeah, out of out of those lists of everything you have, I would say, you know, write on your character sheet the things that you want to keep, you know, in your own own personal things. Um, at the end, we'll put that in the group chat just so each other can know what things you know you have as kind of a team to use. But then just let me know, uh, you know, out of all out of all those things, uh, you know, what things you're going to. Uh, give to the super mutant and you can put that in chat too it's not like we have to list everything i know there's a lot of a lot of different things um so just keep track of the things you want to keep and use you know what i mean um and put them on your character sheet and we'll say that you guys are able to load up everything else um into that cart like sprocket was kind of planning i'll bring up a little visual there on roll 20 um you guys hitting the tracks again the lights are flickering um, but you make your way you get into the carts you load it up it takes a little bit of time but you make your way back to the other bunker um, again, the Protectron is kind of making its rounds. Um, I can't remember exactly um, who was which number, but again, he just welcomes you like, hello, number four and 16, or I can't remember which, which, which cards were. It's been a while, uh, but we're back at it. Uh, but he welcomes you, ignoring you because you've got the employee cards. Um, you're able to get back up to, to that entrance. You have every, everything gathered up. You left everything that you want to store uh, back down in the bunker to come get it later. Um, you have everything with you that you're going to bring up to the super mutant, and you're at that entrance uh, in the bunker. Uh, you can exit at any moment. 
you guys can role play it from here. So can I just double check how many missiles we've got for this missile launcher before we push on? So sure, yeah. Jerry had them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have them in my inventory, so I don't remember how many there were. I, I think there were only maybe two. Because I, if I remember, I think Mad Queen might have rolled for those. Yeah, I can't but, remember. Um, she put them in chat there, but let me just double check. I've got railway spikes. I see them on the list there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just say two for now. Um, I can backtrack that list, but um, yeah, just say two if you don't have them. Cool. Okay, no worries. So we've got and some notes down there in case I need them. So, uh, I think I spotted a small problem. Uh, How do we get this slot up that ladder? All right. Uh, yeah, that's that's a bit of an issue. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be hard enough getting me up that ladder. Yeah, it'll take. It'll definitely take a few trips. You know, carrying things up. Should we uh, take a load up there first, and then uh, you know, make a few multiple trips? I think if we turn up empty-handed, our uh, angry friend up there is probably not going to be best pleased. So. Mm, yeah, you're smart. Let's do that. Right. Who's going up first then? Uh, I'll I'll go up first, <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll bring this. This long barrel rifle and uh, these leather leather armor. Uh, I'll, yeah, that's what I'll do. I can kind of sling those over one shoulder while I climb with one hand. Yeah, you guys can grab some things. Uh, Look, some uh, a piece of T forty five, the one piece of power armor we found, the T forty five right leg, and right. Uh, some machetes up with me. Okay, yeah, you grab that. Um, and then, uh, before you guys exit this, uh, this bunker, uh, let's take it outside, uh, for a moment, uh, going over to Yasuke. Did I get it right? Yasuke. You got it uh, right. Nice. Yasuke. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get it. Uh, I apologize if I butcher that, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'll get it right eventually. But yeah, Yasuke, uh, you're, you're up there. You've been kind of. Uh, stalking this area, you know, you, you've traveled from north, you've made it down through Florida, you even uh, ended up at Disney World, kind of the, the place of magic, you know, you thought it was a magical place, some place to go after your, your mentor, your um, teacher um, passed, uh, she, she, uh, she taught you uh, 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 fighting and philosophy and all that sort of stuff, correct? Yes, taught me everything I need to know to be the Bushido way, or at least as much as she could each in her life. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I recommend everybody, make sure you watch that Session Zero. It's real interesting. You can get the background of his character about the super mutant. But yeah, you make your way down. You, When you get to Disney World, obviously it's not as magical as you thought, but you do come across this cult of people that are a little strange to you, but you know what? They're accepting of you. They accept ghouls, super mutants, everyone. A little weird. They got this Mickey Mouse symbol scarification tattoo on their back. They kind of chant these positive mantras to this hologram of this mouse. Um, they mentioned to you how uh, their father, Father uh, was it Father Michael, was running the, the compound in the settlement, uh, but he passed, sank in quicksand. Some other wastelanders were trying to help them get their missile silo going. And they even tell you about that, how they're going to get their missile silo going and take out the Enclave, which is this, you know, uh, uh, faction that's against 
super mutants like you and all, you know, uh, rad creatures and animals and things. And, uh, you know, they just kind of fill you in on that. Uh, you say you're going to continue your travels, you know, wish them good luck. And, you know, if you cross paths again, maybe you'll help them or something along those lines. Um, like I said, you, you can see them as being positive, good people, just a little off, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but you make, it, you make it south. You come across this West Tech building um, at one point. And uh, here, I'll bring that up on, on roll 20 so we can get a little visual on that as well. But uh, but through that, you kind of stalk it out. You find out that there's another super mutant there. You're like, oh, what's this? You know, another super mutant? Maybe I can make friends or something. But then you you realize quickly that he is, um, you know, mind-controlling ghouls. He's capturing vault dwellers, raiders, uh, other settlements. He's using these ghouls with some type of device he's created uh, to go and capture people and supplies and things. And after watching him for... A little bit of time, you you realize like this isn't your your type of person. You don't want to, don't want to be friends with this person. In your past, you had you have some PTSD issues with uh, being captured and all that stuff. You know, being kept in a cage in the dark and used uh, in battle for years and things that have happened to you. And again, everybody check out that session zero. Lots of really cool stuff to this character. Um, but through that, yeah, you you decided you're not friendly. You don't want to be friendly with the super mean. You don't like what he's doing. Um, so you've basically been stalking him. You see these this other team, this raider, this ghoul and robot coming out with it, working with them. It, it appears that they're working with them. They even follow them to this bunker area where they go down in this bunker and this super mutant's hanging out, um, kind of posted up. He's been there a while, um, little campsite. He's eating. He's just kind of sitting down, hanging out. Um, and you're kind of deciding, like, maybe this is the time to attack this asshole, uh, take him out of the world uh, for doing the things he's doing. Um, you know, since his numbers are kind of thinned, those other people that seem to be working with him aren't there. They're down in this bunker. Maybe now's a good time. Um, but whatever you're deciding to do, whether you're going to approach him, speak to him, attack him, whatever. Um, I think we, we talked in session one, you know, you're you're very ninja-like, even though he's a, he's a huge super mutant. He tries to be sneaky and stealthy. So give me your sneak. Um, and it's going to be a difficulty of one, uh, based on the super mutant, um, hanging out just to see if he notices you as you're creeping up and watching them. Let's do that. It's going to be, ah, no successes. That is terrible entirely. (laughs) No sweat. As you're yeah, you're creeping up. Um, and as you kind of get closer to him, we'll say maybe you, you know, happen to step on a a couple twigs or something. You make a little bit of noise and he kind of like gets up and Who's there? Who, who's that? Who, who are you? Who are you? And he raises up a mini gun. He doesn't point it at you, but he's just kind of holding it. I mean, you can see he has a missile launcher strapped behind him. He has some type of big wooden stake pole or something behind him. Can't tell what that is, but he just kind of raises it. Looks a little surprised. Like, who are you? What, what is it? What are you doing? I need you to listen carefully. Actions you have committed against the people, changing them against their will. That is a sentence to death. I give you one chance to relinquish your evil behavior, for I must sever you from your life. What the fuck kind of shit is this? What? No, fuck you. You don't tell me what to do. What the hell? And he raises his gun and just kind of points it at you. I suggest you get the fuck away from me. And right then, uh, Jerry, you kind of pop open the uh, the bunker as you're exiting with Sprocket. You got the, the leathers behind you. You kind of raise up just at the moment of now Yasuke, your turn. 
respond is he says, fuck, right. you don't tell me what to do. And you see the bunker kind of open, this ghoul's head pop um, up. He's about what, maybe one zone away at this point? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's right there. Um, Yasuke will, uh, with one arm's kind of like tucked under his um, kimono robe, kind of using like a, as if he had like a cast on, keeping it tucked, will just take his right hand and you'll start to see like he'll re- reveal the knuckles on his hands are slightly spiked with letters MMA on it and will charge forward to do a pain uh, train to tackle him. Nice. Super mutant now needs to get hurt. Nice. Now that's your, that's with your perk. Yes, uh... my perk, pain train. Okay. Um, I could charge as a major action if I'm wearing power, power armor or if I'm a super mutant. It's movement, but I can reach to anyone within a medium range and make a strength athletic test difficulty of two. Perfect. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if it set a difficulty or if it was a contested thing, but it being a perk, it's set as two? Yeah, it's set as two difficulty. Cool. Oh, and just so you know, I I know you're you're new to the team too. Um, There are rewards and things that chat can do using points. Just so chat knows, there's like negative twos that can get rewarded, hollow tapes, plot twists, things like that. There's also, uh, as you gather group AP, it only lasts per session. So I think uh, Brandon, Jerry DeGool, he usually keeps track of the AP for the team. Um, But anybody can use it and, you know, luck AP, all that stuff. Think about using it every session because we try to replenish it. Obviously, luck, you've got to work with your trinket and things. But yeah, just so you know. All right, we're gonna go yeah. go with these raw two dice and see. Um, I got, oh, I got a tag skill success four, so that's two successes. So that's enough to do my pain train. Nice. So uh, that's gonna be my unarmed damage. And my beautiful knuckles. Um, hey, was that attack? Uh, your athletics is four. Why didn't it go glowing? Oh, yeah. Remember uh, remember last time, guys, didn't we determine that it would go the harder glow for a tagged? And now this one landed four, but it's not glowing. That is strange. The yeah. the roll is a six. Could that be why? Um, no, yeah, I thought the roll is a, a, a four. four Does it have to have a certain clearance? Oh, the roll is six. Success. Okay, sorry. It's been a while. Yeah, the roll is in the parentheses. Sorry, I was looking at the other thing. So it's not a... Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's only a one success. Um, yeah, for tag, tagged has to be add another d twenty. Um, yeah, um, or is actually, it, is it retroactively? Um, yeah, we'll allow it. Uh, you can use. Um, hold on one second. You could use your luck. Um, to now replace we're luck, re-roll one of those. Um, yeah, you can use luck and re-roll a twenty. If you want, I think that would probably be the best thing for you right now because I don't think we have any AP right now. Um, and luck would be there. We go. So it turns the other one to success. So that's two successes then. If I re-roll that fail, perfect. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, you charge them. uh, Almost lose your footing for a second. It looks a little sketchy, but you get it back and you just you you hit them. Uh, What was that damage again? Uh, so let's see. It's one, two, three, four with four pier- uh, five with four piercing okay. effects. Okay, let me just do the math real quick. Um, and he falls prone, right? And he will fall prone. Yeah, it's piercing two, so that's for each effect. So it's actually yeah. Give me a location. Piercing. Give me a. Uh... 
d20 roll for that because yeah. we are not going to use the pit boy it's going to be a raw d20 Alright, let's roll D20. Yeah, and everybody in chat, uh, just keep in mind, you know, not only a new system that we're into, but we also took a little time off. So sometimes rules will get a little rusty, and we will check things in the book. Uh, also, anybody in chat that has the rule book um, can check things for us, uh, help contribute ideas to chat. That'd be great. Uh, that is an 11 for the left arm. Left arm. Galvez has a uh, suggestion for Jerry there, apparently, in chat. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Slowly close the hatch again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he pops up. Uh, no, nah, fuck this. <laughs> I'm good. That's no, no bueno. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you, you do that. You ram him, uh, slamming him down to the ground. He falls prone. He grunts out, oh, what the fuck? And like, you, you can tell you fucked up his arm a little bit. Um, what's what's everybody's initiative? Let's go in, in order from here, because I know you kind of got the jump with that sneak. But uh, twelve over here, eleven, uh, thirteen for Yasuke. Ooh, nice. Just as a thought, we might have to flip Jerry and I around, seeing as we're on a ladder and Jerry's above me. <laughs> oh yeah, the first round. That's true. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can have you uh, you up there. Um, but yeah, for the sake of, of going in lines of that, yeah, you, uh, you're coming up the ladder, you pop it open, and uh, yeah, Sprocket, that's what you see going on. You know, Jerry and Sprocket, you're both, you know, both heads like poking up one of his eyeball prongs looking like both of you see this shit go down. Um, I'm not going to make it one or the other. There is initiative here, but you can both get out of the bunker or close it like Galvers suggested. Um, but this is what you see. It's Sprocket's turn. You see the super mutant tackling, uh, the samurai-looking super mutant tackling uh, your buddy, this crazy German super mutant guy. Oh, wow. He hit him hard there. Uh, now what? Um, we're gonna... Oh, yeah. Uh, before we go on, R.C. Walker reminded, five damage. Um, that is right. Five damage. It's not unusable, but it makes a critical. I forgot. Anytime you get five points of damage... Um, isn't it automatic critical uh, in Fallout? Hmm. Um, good call. You reminded me. It's not. It's not that his arm's unusable, but it does do the critical. What's the um, Rolla? Is it one d six? To get that critical, let me look. I know we got the chart here. Bear with me. Yeah. Where's that critical chart, good guys? Chart, yeah, good catch, RC. Injuries. Damn it, I don't have it in my notes. Let me look back at the book. Bear with us just looking up that uh, critical injury chart. Here it is, combat encounters. It's not there, okay. Um, if you get a critical injury to the arm, you drop an object held in that hand and the arm is broken or otherwise unable to move. You cannot perform any action using that arm by itself or alongside your other arm. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it is unusable. Which what arm was it? What page is the chart? Left I want to copy it to these, uh, this drive. What page was that on? That I chart? have it on page... Oh, let me scroll. 
Twenty. Page thirty-two. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Um, it's gonna make his big guns hard to use. Yeah. That was the reason I was hoping to hit the arm because mini guns are a little dangerous, even for a super mutant samurai. Yeah, it's yeah, a two-handed rocket weapon, launcher on his back is a whole lot of fun, either. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Let me. Let me add this to our notes just so we have it. Jerry got a first-hand look at that uh, minigun last time we had an encounter with this guy. Dream close range. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that helmet. Okay, cool. I apologize for going a little slow. I wanted to add that to the notes so we got it. But yeah, page 32, perfect. And thanks, R.C. Walker, for catching that. I almost forgot. Five points, mm -hmm. always a critical. Um, so yeah, he... Yeah, he drops the minigun as he goes prone, um, screaming out, kind of grabbing his arm. You can tell it fucked it up, but now back to you, Sprocket. Sorry about that. <laughs> Whoa, he looks hurt. This could be our chance. I'm going to swing myself out of this bunker and uh, onto the ground above. And I don't know how much of an action that's going to take up, really. That just could be a, a major movement action. Yeah, that's fine. I'll give it, you know, for the sake of streamlining and streaming, you know, like while he was attacking prone, this, you know, kind of going off. You guys can get up out of it if that's what you want to do out of the bunker. going to be my move? Yeah, no problem. You guys can climb out um, and still have an action. Like I said, you could be getting out while he was doing what he was doing. <laughs> so you can still take an action, Sprocket, or do whatever you want. But yeah, you climb out. Uh, Jerry the ghoul following behind. What sort of distance are we from them now we've popped out? Uh, you're close. You're right there. You know, he was camped out right by the entrance to the bunker. Oh. Um, I think we'll go with uh, shouting out. What's going on here? What's happening? I think uh, Sprocket's going to be rather thrown by this. Not literally. Yeah. yeah. You say that, um, yeah, you see the, uh, the, when you say that, the super mutant that got prone and tackled, he kind of like looks over to you. Oh, good, you're here. Yeah, fuck this guy. Get him. He's trying to hurt us. Um... And Yasuke is going to just look over at, towards that direction, just the glare, but not like one that's threatening as Yasuke's body focus is entirely towards the super mutant on the ground. Why are you staring? Uh, Just fuck this guy up. Look at him. He's hurting me. <laughs> That's right. He's hurting you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what do we think? This might be our chance. This is our chance. Let's take it. Fair play. Let's uh, see if I can get a shot off then on our prone friend. You guys, you guys didn't want to atta attack Jay's character, and we'll bid him farewell after today's session. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so fucked up. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for session one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could have uh, <laughs> could have really formed plans there, couldn't it? But yeah, you can, But yeah, you can do that. Um, yeah, you, you come. Yeah, you pop up. You see this going down. The you know crazy German mutants telling you fuck this guy up. Look, he's attacking us. Um, yeah, and you kind of see it as an opportunity. Um, you can totally shoot him or do whatever you want. He's right there. You know, he's uh, considered close range, I guess. Let's uh, take a shot at a 
prone uh, former ally. Well, yeah, yeah, and him being prone, don't forget, reduces the uh, the difficulty there. So I've got uh, tag skill, two successes, one complication. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, yeah. Although, somebody did roll in chat before. I noticed a minus two effect. Yeah. yeah. Did that earlier. So yeah. I'm not quite sure how we pan that one out. Uh, I'll see Walker actually. Yeah, you can use that if you want. Get rid of that complication. Um, and, you know, and I'll allow a little post usage as we shake off the rust. But as we get past yeah. session one, I want to kind of do it the same way I do my CPR and other streams where mm. if there is something like luck or these plus twos that you want to use after a roll, it's going to be at the cost of two. You know what I mean? So it's going to be double the cost. Okay. So if you want to use luck after the, the thought, you know, it's going to cost two luck for the one point, you know, um, same with so plus two. So but this for, gives us an opportunity to improve our roll by two. Is that what's happening here? Yeah, you'll get a negative two to that 20, which would bring it to 18, which makes you, it not a complication. Uh, let's go with that then, yeah. We've got two of them in chat at the moment, so let's use the first one up. Yeah, no problem. And then after today, like I said, you won't be able to use them after the rolls. We'll go back to normal. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. Give me the damage. Uh, you shoot it off. Give me damage and location. Or right, give me location so, first. Okay. Let me see where this is hitting them. So I need to hit him with a d20, don't I? So... Yeah, d20. So 10. So that would be an arm. Um, What's wrong? The same one as before, I think, because oh. it's 9 to 11, isn't it? So his crippled <laughs> arm has just got, He's just like, got a laser bolt Damn it. it. It wouldn't hurt so bad if it wasn't the same fucking exact spot every time. Every fucking time. <laughs> like, it's just that same. All right. So first it's broken, now it's been shot with a laser. <laughs> Four. Oh, damn. <laughs> Quite a bit of damage. He's not going to have much I've... of an arm left. Yeah, it's another critical. It's another critical, is it? Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yes. he doesn't have any damage reductions. Yeah, I would say that uh, that, that arm is, is pretty fucked up. Toast. <laughs> Yeah, that that arm is is shattered, fried. Um, it's barely even attached to his torso anymore. As he screams out, "What the fuck are you doing? Attack him, not me! We have a deal. We have a deal." I think somebody's chickens are coming home to roost. <laughs> Jerry, over to you. Yeah, what he said, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna shoot him with my hunting rifle. Yeah, go for it. Nice, that's a hit. Uh, that's okay. One nice. success is enough. Yeah, yeah. His his defense is his his defense is only one, anyways. But he's also prone, so it's reduced. So I am. So it's like it's kind of like shooting at the ground here. Yeah, you're, you're shooting super mutants in a barrel. And this is his left leg. Nice. Now my leg too. <laughs> wow. And that's four, five, six. <laughs> six points of damage uh, with four piercing. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, not all goes through, but the piercing just made a. Just did it. It's and that, a, that means he used a critical, critical, another critical. What's the leg critical? Can somebody look that up while I do this math real quick? Please. You immediately fall prone as your leg goes <laughs> out under your weight. You can no longer take the sprint action, and the move action is now a major action for you. I'm guessing standing up is going to be a bit difficult for him right now. <clears throat> yeah, you hear you hear bone shatter a bit as his leg just gets 
uh, you know, chunked out from this bullet wound, blood splatters, sprays a little bit on uh, Yasuke. And, um, yeah, Super Mutant just, what the fuck, you two, what, we have a deal, what are you doing? He's just kind of freaking out. Um, but he takes... kneecapping you, buddy. <laughs> but, he, but he takes that hit, um, and, he, and he starts, like, trying to get up, kind of stumbles a little because of his leg. Um, and then you see him pulling out this long wood uh, sort of thing. It looks like it, it's it's got, like, concrete on the base of this huge wood plank with kind of a dented-in mailbox on the end of it. So, but one of those like kind of square mailboxes, like an apartment building, you know, that has like a bunch of uh, little uh, units in it or whatever. So he's got one of those and he's like pulling it out, but it takes his action kind of to arm himself with that, drop his gun and get that out um, and try to stand up failing, obviously, because of his leg. Um, and now going in initiative order, um, Yasuke, you see all this going down, this, uh, this other ghoul and, and uh, Mr. Handybot come out of this bunker um, the super mutant said, you know, fuck this guy up. He's, he's attacking us. We have a deal. But then you notice the sprocket shoots at him and then the ghoul shoots at him. They seem to be attacking him too. Mm. Now that you have armed yourself, I do not feel any dishonor as Yasuke will reach for the clockwork hand that's on his back with his one free hand, grab it and will attempt to, um, attack the super mutant. My Shinsetsu Blade. See how well this goes. Uh, Two successes. Nice. Yeah, his defense is uh, one, and he's still prone. So you guys are getting some free hits here. He's just kind of rolling around on the ground. Give me that damage. Wow. That's Uh, going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine damage, four piercing. All right, give me that location. Uh, Go ahead and do that. Wow, four piercing. Is that what you said? That's two piercing per effect. A 19 is the right leg. Yeah, with that much damage, I mean, you you completely dismember his leg. His leg is completely off as he just screams. Um, He he lets go of uh, the weapon he was arming himself with, like, dropping it to the ground and just grabs the nub, squeezes, ah! He's screaming and rolling on the ground. His blood's just spraying out. I mean, he you can tell. Don't even have to do some type of roll to figure it out. Like, he's holding on by, like, literally one HP at this point. He's he's dying. You can see, like, the green color draining. He's just screaming. And he's like, what the fuck? And he looks towards you, Jerry, and Sprock. Like, we had a deal. What the fuck? Ah! He's just freaking out. You're kind of out of initiative now. If anybody wants to speak or anything, uh, you see the super mutant take off the leg. That deal was made in duress. We were there to save people. Yes. Now it looks like we finally had your chance. Uh, You you like like kneeling or laying down still? No, he's he's laying down. uh, You know, he's like laying on his back with his nub up, his leg up, kind of holding it by the thigh. Um, but he looks at Jerry when Jerry says that. Just like, what the fuck? You don't know what you're doing. The Brotherhood, they're all going to fuck you up. You're picking the wrong side. Fuck you. And he's grabbing his leg. Uh, Yasuke is going to come down to the ground and try to grab him by the back of his head to get him off the ground in a semi-like squatting position. You have one chance to speak on any redemption you need for I send you to the afterlife. He will just hold the super mute like maybe a half a foot away, like six inches from his face. 
Yeah, he just he coughs up some that blood and like looks at all three of you and coughs up blood. <laughs> what? Fuck all of you! And then, if possible, would like to coup de gras taking a small tantope that I have. It's just another clock hand, a smaller one, and we'll try to jam it under his ribs and let it go deep and try to delist, basically end his life there. Oh yeah, easily, easily. He's he can't resist. Uh, you know, give you any resistance. He's dying. He's got no energy here. You, you give him that honorable death, taking him out as he just like what the fuck? Blood coming out just collapses to the ground. You find peace where you are delivered. And then we'll remove it and take the cloth in the left arm and wipe the blade clean before sheathing it back. Well, I think the wasteland just became a slightly safer place. Agree, uh... Hey, uh... Sorry, go ahead. You too associated with this man. Not Unwillingly. But you will be spared. Appreciate that. I, I don't want to pick a fight with you. <laughs> then Nafke will like nice. clean the large blade, then like put it back towards his back, and you'll hear the sound <laughs> of like metal clanking against metal. Um, you could probably hear the sound. It's kind of like you can hear the magnet that's actually attached to his back, so his blade can stay attached to his back at all times. Nice. That's a interesting weapon you have there. It is my Shinsetsu. It is, as they call, the blade I use to kill with kindness. Fair enough. I see. I'm not sure if uh, our recently departed uh, acquaintance here would agree, but I don't suppose he's in much of a position to argue either. It is my job to bring peace however I may find possible. That includes removing the enclave. Believe. Those that wish to eradicate my kind. Well, you know about Clean Wave. I believe that is the name. The cult-like individuals at the magic place spoke of it. Oh, so, yeah. Place. Yeah, you're talking about Disney World, right? With the, uh, the what were they called? The House of Mouse? Yes, the most magical yes. place on Earth. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're, we're just coming from there. And we're trying to stop this clean wave thing, too. Yes. Unfortunately, we came across this fellow here who's uh, attacked a vault just a uh, short distance from here. And dragged off all its uh, all the people living in there, and uh, we were asked to take a little detour to help those folks out, and uh, found ourselves with that not going so well. So, uh, you two unfortunately, are in search to end clean wave. Absolutely. Which of you two are leader of this group? I don't think we have much of leadership structure we kind of just make decisions together you know consensus Mm. has been reasonably reasonably strong so far Yasuke will drop to one knee bow one arm resting on the knee 
Allow me to journey with you to end the clean wave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We could certainly use the help. Absolutely. Especially, like, you're obviously capable. Look at this. Yes. Honor me. Asuke will stand up again, well over eight feet tall. (laughs) I am Inpachi Yasuke. I am the wielder of Shinsetsu. Once Ronin, now once again, a samurai dedicated to a goal. I am now duty-bound to annihilate those who perpetrate Clean Wave. Oh, it's been a long time since I've heard about samurai. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, yes. I, uh... Sorry, let us introduce ourselves here. The, yeah, what, um, what would be kind of cool, uh, and this is for people watching and for the, the characters too, why don't you each just take a moment to uh, describe what the character looks like, you know, introduce uh, yourself, your character, uh, to the other characters and stuff. And get a visual going. Okay. Start it uh, off. Yeah. Uh so Yasuke, well, uh, well over eight feet tall, super mutant. They typically have the greenish gray skin of super mutants. He's a little darker, um, detailing a more um, African-American heritage. Um, long dreads that seem a bit piecemeal as you, from the radiation decaying some of the hair follicles. Um, scars all over the body um, with deep hazel eyes that have like a soft hazel and greenish glow simultaneously. Uh, wear something similar to like tactical jogger pants and a kimono with a breastplate underneath and a harness keeps the arm caught in the sling of the kimono shirt, seemingly. The left arm holding something that seems like a metal greave, that kind of gauntlet that keeps it protected. And you'll notice the blade that he's been wielding is a large clock hand that's probably been pulled off of like a large statue or structure that's been shaped and um, carved to create more like a blade wrapped in garment for the handle along with a seemingly smaller clock hand that's on his waist it's like a small katana that wields like a dagger more so for him uh that's about yasuke's physical appearance what about jerry the ghoul so uh jerry's about five foot seven he's uh very wrinkly (laughs) (laughs) As, as with most ghouls uh whereas um road leathers but has a nuka cola t-shirt over top uh with some bullet holes through it and that sort of thing it's it's definitely old and dirty um but it, it it's you can tell it's it's odd to see somebody wear a t-shirt over top of road leathers it's just weird well, he's, a huge, he fan. he's a, huge a huge fan he's a huge fan he wants to go he's down. a massive fan of, yeah. of nuka cola he wants to go to nuka world uh <laughs> that's that's one of his main goals in life so, uh, but got to go to Disney World, and that's that's a good close second. Um, but yeah, he he's always got this kind of smirk on his face. Looks pretty friendly uh, overall. Um, has a kind of like a devil may care attitude. Um, just ready for whatever life brings. And Sprocket. Okay, so. Sprocket is a Mr. Handy robot, so he's basically a big sphere with a uh, jet thruster sticking out the bottom of it. Uh, Three arms coming off there. One of them's got a laser welder that he wields like a laser pistol attached to it. 
Another's got a, a claw so you can manipulate things. And the last one's got a big buzzsaw on the back of it. So he's all tooled up. He's got three eyes on stalks and a leather flat cap glued in the middle of his head that uh, belonged to his former owner that uh, they discovered on his body way back in the first session. Clarice grabbed some glue and uh, just stuck that right on the top. <laughs> so he's uh, hovering on along roughly the same height as a, a reasonably average height person, as his sort of default hovering height. Uh, these three eyes always kind of looking around and seeing what's going on around him. He's got something of a butler personality, but he was customising his skill set pre-war to uh, be more of a mechanic. And uh, yeah, he's in reasonably good condition, because he spent most of the post-war period inside and sheltered. But uh, he's, he's got the odd ding and nick of rust and uh, a few scratches from the odd bullet that's hit his shell in the uh, last little while. And uh, a few extra bits of armour kind of bolted on there as well that were picked up from Pep Pep back, way back when. So we've got slightly a heavy armor, heavier armour than the average Mr. Handy would do. Yeah. Yeah, and it seems like, uh, you know, the, you guys popped out, you come across this other super mutant dealing with this crazy German super mutant guy. Um, you were all collectively able to take him out, and now it seems like uh, Yasuke is uh, joining the team. He wants to... to give his services and dedicate to taking out this clean wave, um, which is great for the team who just lost Clarice having to go back to family and such. Now at least you have not just a, a, another potential fighter to help the team, but a, a super mutant, you know, samurai. This is a great addition. Um, but you guys just did the introduction. You agreed to kind of team up. You've got the, the dead super mutant on the ground here with that key pass around the neck. You, you've, You've got the circuit boards, the two different ones, you know, the one that you took from House of Mouse, the one that you found for the vault on that uh, uh, survivalist or uh, wastelander at the, like, session one, uh, all the way back then. Um, and you're hanging out. You're at this moment uh, where, you know, everything just kind of calms. All that battle happened. Uh, Super Mutant's dead. You're standing... Uh, together as new friends as a new team and this is where we'll just take our five minute break um hey thanks for the follow uh, phantom of truth um really appreciate that but yeah we'll take our five minute bio break um i'm gonna leave the mics hot so if the team wants to discuss the next plans or if chat wants to contribute ideas and talk to the team they can uh don't anybody go anywhere we will literally be back in like five minutes i don't have the placeholder on this new stream layout i just realized so i'm just going to bring up the map of west tech so everyone can look at that uh while i leave the mics hot we'll be right back yeah definitely a dramatic introduction there yeah, yeah what an awesome classic samurai approach. Gotta do what's right and eliminate the individual and requiasque and pache. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you destroyed this guy. He gave us so much trouble last encounter. Oh yeah. That no, did uh, that's not go well. <laughs> all Yasuke can do is fight. I Yasuke is very capable fighter. That's the one thing Yasuke can definitely do. Anything else? Not at all. <laughs> as told yeah. by my stealth roll so you don't <laughs> yeah, have any points so. in barter I guess <laughs> actually you know what barter's my highest rank skill obviously <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call the thing when you swing your sword 
<laughs> well, I think that's batter. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> ah, batter. That makes more sense. You know what? Never mind then. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just finished doing a Fallout campaign, and I played a ghoul who had maxed out charisma and maxed out luck, but four and everything else. So I'm playing the total opposite. I'm playing someone who has no luck, no charisma, and is just all strength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't know about Jerry, but I'm sort of reasonably average across the board with a little bit of extra perception and intelligence from robotic programming over here, but that's about it. It's pretty yeah. useful so far. Yeah. Science skills um, and stuff. Uh, I'm a I'm a merc, so my highest uh, skills are small guns and survival. Uh, the next highest are medicine and melee weapons. I don't know if that will help. Oh yeah, no, I um, as in super mutant, I can't have any skill above four anyway. Yeah, so I'm just chilling with my athletics, melee weapons, and unarmed, and calling it a day. Yeah, nice. Might as well. As well. Yeah. That's why I got. Pain. That's why I have pain training because I'm like, oh, I can't. Sh- I can't shoot guns very well, so I'm just gonna run at them really fast and just tackle them every time. I can run faster <laughs> than their bullets. It's okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Open up by just closing that distance and uh, clobbering them hard immediately. Uh, and then they're like, they get they can't shoot in close range with a sniper, so I just got to stay exactly arm's reach at all times. And it's a fairly long arm's reach as well, so. <laughs> That is yeah. true. My wingspan is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah, halfway mapping en- out future perks. That uh, last encounter with that late super mutant uh, had Jerry up against a wall with a minigun pressed to his face. So yeah. <laughs> it was not going well. Basically just firing this minigun directly into my helmet. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's um. You got Yasuke now. Yasuke <laughs> usually can take a few bullets. Yeah, that's why I even have a pit boy, and I'm like, I'm gonna aim and remove arms in case they have a big gun. Can't shoot <laughs> if you only got one hand. So that makes it harder. So you have a pit boy. Yeah, I have a pit boy. That's good because uh, Clarice was the only one of us that had one. So. <laughs> Yeah, so that's really handy. Enough. Yeah. Um, he has no idea how to use it, but he has it, and it's on his arm, and it, it helps if he can figure it out. Just stuck some extra uh, holes through the strap to make it a bit longer. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Just been like, let me just expand this. Let me just get bungee cords real quick. <laughs> so wrap it around your thumb. You've got to... <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just on my thumb. <laughs> pair of giant tweezers to operate the controls with (laughs) right it's like i got these wrench tweezers that help me get to the buttons because i can't press it because my finger breaks the screen yeah (laughs) i'm excited to play like offensive character finally Mm -hmm. switching it up (laughs) i'm thinking we might want to make a quick dash back to west tech and see whether or not we can save this one survivor that was there last time we were there yeah, uh, yeah. You tell Yasuke there's someone in help. Yasuke has to help. Um, on the character sheet in my notes, I have all the Bushido virtues. At any point, just uh-huh. to be like, all decisions are based off these seven words. That's it. I think that doesn't fit in those seven words. Is not a decision he can make. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, it's awesome. 
we grab that uh, punch key thing off of uh, off his body as well. Yeah, we gotta loot him. Uh, I don't know how Yasuke feels about looting dead bodies, but <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take let's get back to it and find out. <laughs> and once again, I bring it back right when uh, Jay takes a bite. I apologize. <laughs> My timing is perfect. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, thanks chat for sticking around during our little break. Uh, we're going to start back up here. The team basically uh, came together now. Now we've got a new team here, you know. Uh, Jerry the Ghoul Sprocket went down in that bunker, got a bunch of stuff for this evil German super mutant guy. And uh, when they get up, Yasuke's there uh, fighting with him. Um, they you know, took that opportunity to take out this super mutant, uh, you know, as a team. Wow, Yasuke knocking him down prone, the guy couldn't even get a weapon out uh, within the time the team was able to kill him. You know, they took him out uh, and then partnered up. It was awesome. <laughs> Four critical hits, one after the other or something on the go. Yeah, that too. Like, that yeah. was amazing. Uh, fucked up his arm, his leg. Like, he was... No, no luck, no chance. Um, yeah, one broke arm, broken yeah. leg, and uh, another one chopped right off. Yeah. Um, but, but that's where you're at. Body is just slumped down there. You guys have had that little conversation with Yasuke. You were able to at least, you know, meet each other, do a little introduction, um, make the commitment to be a team. And uh, Yasuke is dedicated to trying to take out this clean wave thing. Um, so, yeah, just take it from here. So, Yasuke, how, how did you just happen to be right here? I had been you... following man for quite some time seeing what he's done with those uh, raiders and alt dwellers I traveled from up north to come to Disney World and came across this man and his activities okay. alright well, we, we gotta get some stuff off of this guy uh, there's a key card that he has that's going to open up some supplies that they need in that vault for the survivors. We are not to defile Fallen. What did he say? Uh, uh, what did Yasuke say? Yeah. Sorry. And not to defile the Fallen like that. They leave the body to rest. I'm just How saying you... this key card was something that was promised to us by him, so really it's ours anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was some good stolen goods. That was some good was... mental gymnastics right there. That was clever. Real good, Jerry. <laughs> stolen goods, too. He he didn't exactly ask permission before he took it off the vault. Wallet. <laughs> it's true. The items he has are stolen. The key card, at least, is. Then... It is meant to be returned to its rightful owner. Not to disturb the body, but if items must be returned, so be it. Right. I think we can work with that. So it's it's alright if I take this off his neck? If you must. Yasuke just kind of bows. Okay. So I'll, uh, I'll take the key card off of, uh, off of the neck. 
um, looking at the other stuff that he has, but then looking up at Yasuke and thinking, it's okay, I guess we can leave this stuff here. <laughs> uh, um, extra missiles would not go amiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a uh, chain gun would sell for a pretty good... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yasuke's so, just like staring at both of you as you kind of talk amongst no response, just looking back and forth. <laughs> so when we left West Tech, there was still somebody down in that uh room with a generator. And shouldn't we go and maybe try and get them out of there? Absolutely we should. Someone requires saving. It is our duty to do so. Yeah. I can agree on that. And uh, if you guys don't mind, I'll spend a minute sitting in that radiation room just to heal back up again. Some good at least can come of it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so should we, I am uh, ready whenever. Set off back towards West Tech, then. Yeah, you can do that. You, uh, Yeah, you make your way back. Uh, following the paths and going through these woods away from this bunker, back to that old abandoned West Tech building. Um, you can see it there on roll 20. Um, yeah, and it's as uh, as you saw it before, you know, just an old West Tech building, uh, decrepit, lots of uh, rust and debris, uh, garbage and things gathered around. You can tell the weather is taking the toll in, in years and years. Um, also previous attack and things from Brotherhood, like the uh, Super Mutant described uh, previously while he was doing his research but you make your way back there um you're back at west tech standing out front so individual is inside there they were down in the basement last time yeah it's been a, a few hours but hopefully we're back in time can we get in the front door did we come out of the front door last time um, yeah, you did come out the front door. Um, one thing to remember, though, is when you left, you were with the super mutant um, who kind of turned on. I think there was that turret in the front. Remember when you were leaving? Uh, when you went in, you went in through the roof. Uh, you went in through the, climbed up on the roof, went down in that yeah. emergency uh, skylight and stuff, uh, worked your way through. Uh, but coming out through the, the front, uh, you saw the turret that the super mutant activated uh, when leaving. Um, so that's something to remember. Whereabouts was that? Can we can we remember? Because I can't. <laughs> yeah, right at the front, you know, front entrance. If you remember the building is kind of set up, there's that main front entrance um, that has like that yeah. mini hallway with the turret that then then has uh, the other doors that opens up to the big open room. But you guys went in through the roof and made your way down back. Yeah. <clears throat> so how are we going to get in here? And n normally I wouldn't metagame you know, memories that would make you roll for something like that. But I know, like, you know, we had a break, we had the player change, all this stuff. So this session's going to be a little more flexible, you know. I'm gonna, we're going to have to remind each other of things and get back into it, you know. <laughs> if we go in, we go through the front door, yes? Well, they, there's a turret there, so... Uh, I don't Is it know. directly in front of the door? Uh, I don't remember exactly where it's placed. But, uh, it's it's in there. Uh, I think it walks to the front door. I really and wouldn't I, recommend that. 
and will like open to try to peek around, like not in front of the door, but like to peek around the corner of the door just to see if he can get an eye on this turret they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Give me a, uh, yeah. Give me a perception survival. Ooh, yeah. That's definitely a thing that I have or something. <laughs> you can take minus, you've got a minus two roll that you can take to uh, improve your roll a little bit if you want that chat I've dropped Perception, survival yeah, I will do that just in case we're, we're also full on action points too so is my survival no survival's not attacking me alright yeah don't forget action points too um only one nice. success yeah, that's good enough to see. Uh, when you look in, you can see that this turret is, uh, you know, it's it's posted up, uh, standing in this hallway. It's one of those kind of uh, standing turrets that can be kind of mobilized uh, and placed in different areas. Um, but it's standing up in this uh, in this open hallway just off to the right. Um, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't trigger you, doesn't notice you or anything like that. Um, but you do see a green light. It's on. It's active. Do, would I at any point of any combat I've ever encountered know how durable a turret like this would be? Is it super durable or something I could probably break? Um, yeah, relatively I mean, easy if I can get close. Yeah, I mean you you know that it's 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 dangerous because you know it has like a rate of fire of three and can you know give damage, but they're not that that durable, especially someone as strong as you. I mean, you just took out a super mutant that's. You know, two times as strong as this turret. Uh, not to give exact numbers and things, but yeah, you would you would have the experience to know like it's not that that uh, strong. Yasuke is not very smart. Um, so Yasuke <laughs> is going to definitely just pain train the turret if it if it's within a medium zone. If it's further, I can't. If it's like within a medium, no, well, only one zone away. Yeah, it's uh, that's one zone. Yeah. It's just in this front hallway, so that'll work. Arch it. Uh... Like the right thing to do. Yeah, Mr. Handy, uh, you know, Sprocket and Jerry, you guys see um, Yasuke kind of like looking in the front. Um, and then you kind of see him prepare, <laughs> preparing like almost like he's looking to charge ram this thing or do something. This dude is fearless. That see what would the be dice one say. word for it. Um, that's two successes because of a tag skill. So that is a success yeah. on my pain train. Nice. Yeah, and that is a success. It's that brighter. It landed under the tag. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you rock it. You hit this uh, this turret, uh, slamming it down to the ground. Uh, that's going to be one, five, six, seven, uh, six plus piercing two. Oh, six plus piercing two. He just went for it. <laughs> yeah, I'll see, uh, like, basically, Yasuke will turn around the corner of the door frame and just full sprint charge forward, shoulder ready to just basically punch and tackle the turret with full force. Nice. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you slam it. Uh, it even hits up against the wall and falls down to the ground. A couple of the legs break off of it and, like, some of the paneling, um, some sparks fly out of it. And you can tell, like, you... You did a significant amount of damage to this turret. Um, but over to uh, Sprocket, you see this go down. It's your turn. You see uh, uh, Yasuke just go charging into West Tech, and you hear some, like, 
like some destruction sounds. Oh, hell. I guess we better get in there. Let's uh, sort of maneuver to the doorway and take a shot at this turret, assuming and, uh, I've got a clear shot from there to do that with. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. It's on the ground. Uh, go for it. Cool. Let's uh, take a shot. Uh, where are you? There you are. And we've got a textile success. Two successes. Nice, awesome. <laughs> Sorry, for some reason the overlay doesn't up uh, update the roll unless I click on the roll twenty window. It's really frustrating, but um, but okay, cool. I really appreciate you guys telling me what the rolls are. It helps me just kind of. Mm. Um, yeah, but perfect. Yeah, you get the shot. Give me the damage. Wonderful. you there and the fire rate does that give me another full set of rolls or just an extra one dice i forget because i've got a fire rate of two on this thing uh yeah fire rate of two gets one more damage dice per fire rate at the cost of ammo one yeah one more okay, might as well uh, roll one of those then as well yeah go for it just the one please and there we go and we've got no effects on that, so it's just three damage. Nice. Yeah, you take a shot at this thing, uh, some more of the paneling breaks off, some more sparks, uh, slowly but surely uh, taking this turret out. Um, but then it kind of like turns and tries to take a shot off. It's, it's, it's prone, it's not... Uh, you know, it's very difficult for this thing. You can tell as it's turning, like some of the body kind of kind of turns in itself because it doesn't have its footing, you know. But it takes a shot off, and it uh, it takes a shot off at you, Sprocket, over at the door. Get into roll twenty here. What's your uh, your defense or whatever? Yeah, your defense. Uh, one. This is one. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a hit. Uh, just uh, do it here on roll 20 instead of using my dice. It'll be easier for me. I thinking about setting up a generic uh, character sheet to use the actual combat dice so I don't have to do the math. So that'd be one, two, three. Or no, four is nothing, right? So yeah, three and four means nothing. So one, two, three, four. Four points of damage. Um, okay, so... Four points of damage. It's all physical. Um, it looks like there is an effect of stun. Um, you got a body part on there. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, let me do it on roll 20. There you go, four, whatever that is for uh, uh, Mr. Handybot. It's a little different. Uh, main body, and I have, is this ballistic damage? Uh, yeah, physical, yeah. Physical damage. Uh, so I've got three armor on there, damage resistance. Nice. Factor in. Yeah, it was only four damage, so you only take one damage, but you get the stun effect as well. Um, I don't have that right in front of me. Let me look that up real quick. Um... Stunned. Target cannot take normal actions on their turn, but can spend an AP to perform additional actions. 
Um, so you're stunned for your next round or whatever. So you take that damage. Um, it just kind of rocks you a little bit, shakes you up. Uh, Jerry. Yeah, a little bit. Jerry, you see all this going down. Uh, Yasuke just tap, you know, runs into the West Tech building. You hear some destruction sounds. The sprocket kind of zooms to the front entrance and takes a shot off into the building. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow Sprocket's lead, and I'm going to shoot my uh, hunting rifle. Yeah, go for it. So, yeah, and a stink, stink Palm, I know you can roll the combat dice. I'm, I'm saying as a, a overseer, I don't have a character sheet. I would have to open one of theirs to use it. I'm going to assign myself one so I get all the cool little um, options or whatever. Right now, I'm just using generic roll 20 dice or whatever. Capricious nature. Oh, shit. I'm sorry I'm late, folks. Up, oh, you're fired. You're fucking fired, Zach. No. Nah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Uh, as you know, we always VOD, so you'll be able to catch up. Um, okay, what was the roll? Sorry, Jerry. One success. Nice. Yep, it's a hit. All right. Ooh, that's a lot of damage. Uh, it's, uh, it's seven damage plus three oh, piercing. Yeah. yeah, you destroy this turret if you want to... Uh, ooh, did we freeze? Uh, yeah, it looks like something's frozen. Are we back? Okay. Oh, it looks like our team is frozen. Hold on, let me see if I can... Yeah, it looks like the video's frozen for me. There, are we good? Yeah, I'm okay. seeing the old bit of movement on yours, but... Yeah. There we are. Yeah, I think I was the only one moving there for a minute. I apologize. Hopefully no one was stuck in a weird-looking facial expression. <laughs> Sometimes that shit happens. It's embarrassing. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully it, it froze in your favor and you look like an old-school 90s glamour shots photo or something. Um... But yeah, Jerry, you can describe how you destroy this. <laughs> there you, Jerry. Yeah, you can. You come into the entrance. You see, uh, you see uh, Yasuke kind of on the ground, getting up from tackling this turret. Sparks and smoke coming off the turret as it takes a shot at Sprocket, who just shot the turret. Uh, how did you come in and destroy this thing? Uh, yeah, I've got a, a scope on my rifle now, so I'll kind of just pinpoint. Um, I don't remember what the soft spot is on a on a turret if it's a combat inhibitor or something like that or a targeting mechanism, but I'll, I'll fire directly at that and uh, sparks and smoke. Oh yeah, perfect, perfectly placed shot in the aiming mechanism. The little screen and thing in the front of the turret just shatters and sparks out and uh, yeah, crumbles into a handful of pieces. And you all are standing in the entrance of West Tech. Everyone okay? Yeah. All is well. Mostly. A little rattled up there. Uh, it dinged me. How are you? I am well. Uh, Sprocket, you did not have to follow. I could have handled it myself. Well, if we're a team now, pitch in together. Interesting. individual is in the basement you said yeah yes well, they were let us go I believe it was this way let's push on through yeah i imagine sprocket and jerry lead the way you're kind of familiar with this building uh more than yasuke obviously and you go through um 
Australis plays. Welcome to the chat. I just want to make sure I'm not missing something. As per your Arasaka employment contract, Cybernation Uncensored, please leave one of your one of your arms and one of your legs at your workstation before you're escorted out of the building. Nice. I guess that was the that was the message uh, to capricious nature for being late and being fired as per your employment contract. That's funny. Okay. Um, yeah, Sprocket, Jerry the Ghoul, you lead Yasuke into the building. Um, going into these front uh, doors past this entrance hallway, it opens up into this big open room. I'll describe this not just for chat, a recap for Jerry and Sprocket, but also so Yasuke um, can get a visual of this West Tech building. But when you open it up, uh, you see all the way down one side of this big open room uh, is all blacked out. Looks like there's a bunch of like chemical vats and machinery and stuff, but half of the building isn't powered. Um, half of the building has power, half doesn't. Um, but the other half of this front room is lit up, and you can see a bunch of ghouls just standing in a row, like in rows, um, just standing there inanimate with their heads down. All of them have this sort of little mechanism on the behind one of their ears, has a little flashing light on it, um, and they're just standing there in suspended animation. It's a bit creepy. You can hear like little grunting and breathing, but they don't even notice you. Um, as you make your way through the, the little pack of mind-controlled ghouls, opening up the other doors, which is that hallway. There's another door on the other side of that that opens up into all those tables with the door at the end of that where the super mutant opened, threatening to throw that ghoul in. I'm just remind, doing a recap to re- remind you of all these things. Um, and in that big room, there was like you know, 50 or 100 ghouls packed in that big open room, if you remember, with a couple glowing ones and stuff, but closed and locked that back up. Um, to the left side of this hallway, if you remember, is that sort of um, like lab room where there was like ghouls strapped to tables. Looks like where they're implanting the devices. It's kind of like a, a conveyor belt and like little mechanical arms and things. Looks like that's where he maybe does his work. Down towards the right, the stairs going down. Um, also, I think at the other end was the stairs going up to the break room and the storage and stuff. But you go down to those stairs, you make your way down the stairs, it stops at another sort of bunker room, I, I think, um, and lab room, I think it was, with microscopes and things, and then it, the, the stairs continue down, um, opening up into the basement. Um, you get into the open basement where you, you see on the other end of the room is the super mutant's office. Uh, you can see the little um, bathroom off to the side, and then onto the right are these two... Uh, sort of standalone uh, glass room units where he has those uh, fusion cores, um, these fusion cells. One of them obviously cracked. Uh, you can see even the wall down the whole side and part of the floor all cracked from previous bombs going off and battle over the time. And that's what's cracked this this fusion cell um, that's leaking in that room. But you can see, you know, as before, some dead bodies in there. Um, you can see the, uh, the couple living people that were dying before. One of them is now a ghoul. The other one, the female, is dead on the ground. Um, but yeah, that's what you're seeing. A bunch of dead bodies. One of them turned to a ghoul. Uh, if you remember, the super mutant killed a bunch of them when you let them out. Um, but you're down in this basement. This is what you're seeing. So one of them is a... Yeah, one, one of them is a ghoul in, you know, trapped in that room with the cracked uh, uh, fusion cell leaking the radiation with the other bodies. There's a couple other bodies outside, and then there's that enclosed room with the working fusion cell that's powering half of the building. And then you have his office and uh, supplies and stuff. 
the door to his office should be what, lying on the floor or something after we try to weld oh, that... him into it. And then, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot you totally welded him into his office and he completely broke it open. That's right. So, yeah, the door is completely broken down and even the, some of the framework is broken. Um, and reminding you as you went down the hallway going down there, the hallway and everything is kind of scraped up in the ceiling where you kind of engaged in battle and he was running down the hallway scraping everything when all that chaos was going down. Yep. So... Uh... I, I can go into this irradiated room. I know all, all of us could, but uh, I I could use a little bit of Adam's warm glow, if you know what I mean. It uh, tends to heal up my cuts and whatnot. Well, before we do that, is this a ghoul like a you kind of ghoul? Or is this a ghoul like a fair kind of ghoul? <laughs> Feral. Feral. It's. I think it's the air uh, kind. Oh dear. I guess we're too it's late. It's all right. They, they, they probably won't attack me. Probably. Most likely. Well, what probably. about when you open the door? They might um, come charging out at us. Do you need me to take care of this enemy? I'm wondering if it might be the kindest thing. I'm not sure on understanding these ghouls, but if they are like this creature, they're not of their right mind anyway. Uh, well, you'd be the expert on this, Jerry. To a point, uh, I don't know everything about all ghouls. Uh, yeah, well, but, well, uh, yeah, if you have any questions, well, let me know too. Because, you know, uh, with your experience, you would know at least enough um i would say yeah yasuke and jerry would probably both know quite a bit about ghouls um you know you can tell that these are feral uh the at least at least the one that's living in there the other ones have been killed some died from the radiation some killed by the super mutant obviously but the one that's still alive in there is feral um jerry you're pretty familiar that you know they don't tend to attack you um they they will probably attack a super mutant or a bot or a human obviously but other ghouls feral or not they don't tend to attack each other um, for the most part and here. Regardless of what's left of their mind, it's basically in nothing. So, at that stage. As long as their of... body remains life, their soul cannot carry on. Must allow them to pass. And Yasuke will take out Shinsetsu, the Blade of Kindness. I think this is going to be uh, being the kindest thing to do here, I think. This uh, poor soul out of the out of the misery. When you open the door, I will spare them any further suffering. All right, um, here we go. To, am I going to need to hack this thing again, or are we just going to be able to get in? No, oh, you can open it. You, you should be able to open it now. Um, um actually, give me a. Uh, Give me a luck survival uh, check, Jerry. Luck survival to see if you're lucky enough that this thing locked itself when uh, the super mutant slammed it closed. Hey, thanks for the follow. Scribbling penny. The ghoul was luring us into a false sense of security behind this door that was unlocked the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can... Uh, it's closed. Uh, Feral obviously isn't able to 
work the mechanism and get it open or even realize it, but you know uh, the door's unlocked. You can open it if you want. Right. Ready when you are. Yeah. So, so that was... as soon as Terry opens the door, I will attack it. Yeah, you can do that. Um, give me. Uh, let's do this then. Do. Uh, uh, I know we have normal initiative here, but just just for fun, give me. Let's do some type of like agility athletics, um, just to see. And I'll take this from either Yasuke or Jerry. Let's go with Yasuke since Jerry just got to do the luck thing. Um, just to see if you're like, you know, agile and, uh, you know, as he's opening it to kind of get the jump on this ghoul to get your attack in. More fun than just going on initiative, you know? Uh, Three successes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Uh, This samurai is very ninja-like. Jerry, you're able to get the door open as Yasuke um, slides in with this feral, not even uh, realizing what's happening or even noticing or whatever. So, Yasuke, yeah, if you want, give me the, uh, just give me the damage. Um, <laughs> wow. Eleven with four piercing? Yeah. Um, yeah, you easily take this, this ghoul out, um, taking her out of her misery, a nice clean, uh, swipe, um, just taking her head from her body, uh, just crumbles to the ground instantly. Uh, takes takes her out of her misery. Nice. And we'll clean the blade, attach it back to the magnet. No other survivors from the vault dwellers? No, no. Um, you know, there was a few when you were down here earlier, a couple that were changing, but if you remember when you let them out, the super mutant just kind of gunned them all down, chased the others that were going, grabbed that girl, threw her back in, um, the one that he was going to throw in that other room, and now this is the one that looks like she turned into a ghoul that uh, Yasuke just took out of her misery, re- relieved her of her uh, problem. So... Looks like Tim is going to be living on his own. Indeed. At least we'll be able to get those uh, turrets up and running for him again and uh, get him access to his food and things. So at least he's not going to starve in there or get be prey to any wandering uh, wasteland beastie. Yeah. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll go into the irradiated room and and let the radiation heal me up back to full. Yeah, you can do that easily. Okay. You just get in there, uh, get your get your HP back. Um, anybody well, else too? I I don't think anybody else really uh, got damaged. Sprocket took a little damage, but obviously radiation bit. doesn't help him. I've um, got a bit of cumulative damage. I do have a robot repair kit, but I'm not quite sure how that works. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, so, I'll look that up. I think it just... Because you would do your repair right? We had a handy... Yeah, it's basically repair instead of healing. It would work just like the healing kits kind of do. Um, so, yeah, the kit would just do it without the check then, right? I so. It's not like it gives you a bonus or something. I think it would just do it. But we'll look that up. Um, you know, not not to get out of game or meta, but, you know, you're not going to be attacked at this moment. So I'm not going to stress about that right now. Let's, uh, let's get into uh, some of the role-playing aspect of, you know, now you have the run of this West Tech facility. You just took at the, you know, the last remaining sort of vault dweller ghoul out of her misery. Um, you took out the super mutant that was running this whole mind control situation. 
Um, but now you have control over this entire West Tech facility and everything going on here. Um, you also have the, the punch card uh, for the vault, as Sprocket just mentioned. Um, but yeah, let's just have a little bit of role play. You guys discuss your plans. What, what do you guys want to do? Well, wow. now we may have control over these these mind-controlled ghouls over here, but I wonder how many of them are actually feral, because maybe some of them weren't. That's a disturbing thought. Yeah, stink Palm, uh, page, one, page 171, by the way, you looked it up for us. It is. It's repair kits treated oh, like nice. a stim pack for robots. So, yeah, it's the same, um, like I was saying. So that's awesome. So, yeah, if you want to... Uh, um, like I said, we don't need to get to those exact numbers anyways because uh, you're not going to get attacked at this moment. I just want to kind of dive into some role play, some some planning and situational stuff so we can establish what where the team is, what the plan is, what they're doing, what you're doing with West Tech, this vault. Like, uh, So go ahead, keep keep chatting. These ghouls, if they are feral, they must be released from their mortal coils so that their souls may transfer we must, by one by one, release them from their enslavement, determine their mental capacity, and so be it. Do we have to do that now, or could we, like, send them as, like, forces against the Enclave and let the Enclave help release them from this mortal coil? Any... See, like, Gasuke actually, like, visibly wince. We will not send people against their will to fight. For any cause. That's a good point. It would be against their will. Yeah, okay. If they have anything resembling a will left. Hmm. Now, how do we know which ones are feral and which ones aren't? I mean, do uh, we just one at a time take the module off their heads and hope for the best? I could... Um, hmm. There's the, I believe uh... that is the only way I know. It seems like Yasuke, uh, this is what he thinks the only way. Like, let's just get a direct, you know, uh, experience with each one. Let's, see, you know, see exactly what's up. But, Jerry, you kind of feel like being a ghoul, there might be some sort of, like, perception check or something. You might be able to go through and kind of tell who's a little bit different. And Sprocket, you know, uh, hey, if this is some type of mind control setup... Maybe somewhere there's like a science check I can do in a system and see which ones are controlled. And maybe maybe I can see what's feral and not or something like there's a couple possible angles here. And uh, if anybody isn't, it's possible I'm able to use my science skill or repair skills or something along those lines to remove or at least disable this device that's attached to them. Let's have a look in um, this guy's office. Is there anything in there? Sure. Yeah, you go in. Um, yeah, you see the rack of hollow tapes, all dated. You know, days leading back. You know, over a hundred years leading up. As you found as you were exploring when you first entered West Tech. Um, aside from that, uh, you see that he has some type of computer system set up. Um, it is on. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's all he has in his office. I should have a look at this terminal. See if there's uh, some more information in here. Yeah, you could do that. It'll it'll just be a science check, a difficulty of two. Yeah, okay. Let's have a crack at that, shall Keeping we? in mind any AP, anything you want to use, um, just let me know. Uh, there it is. 
so science check difficulty of two. Got a tag skill on there. Nice. So, um, we have full AP at the moment. Yeah. I uh, might as well use one action point then, if everybody's cool with that, just to up the odds mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I need science. Dice and two successes. Look a bit one of them's the extra roll as well. <laughs> nice, awesome. Yeah, you uh, you're able to get into this system. It was already on and booted. Um, uh, it seems like maybe this super mutant was kind of caught off guard at the moment and didn't have a chance to shut it down or do what he needed to do. Um, once you get into the system, you can see that man. If it was shut down, it might have been a you know two times the difficulty to get into this thing. Um, so you kind of lucked out uh, the way that things went down with him, but but you get in and yeah, you're you're seeing controls over these mind controlled ghouls. You can see this whole system. Uh, you can instantly make sense of it. Like ah, okay, I see this. It's like a like like how you used to control um, other robotics and stuff in your mechanic shop. You'd get in a system and be able to control things. Like you can see, it's it's a spider web into all these ghouls, um, and you see that you have a, you have control. Um, over, it looks like about 130, or no, 150 ghouls. 150 ghouls right now you have in control over. Um, and that's all you can see in, in this system. Um, but you do remember there, it looked like there was maybe another 20 ghouls or so on the beds in process of getting the, the chip put in that, that were all kind of like strapped down. So that's something else to keep in mind as well. Um, those you don't have connection to through the system yet. Uh, but out of the 150 that you see uh, in the system, you can tell that there was maybe about, I don't know, maybe about 30 of them. Yeah, probably about 30 of them that were not feral, um, that maybe when they were changed through this process that this guy was doing, um, out of the 150, about 30 of them, you know, they, they knew what was going on. They transformed, transformed into a ghoul and they weren't feral, yet they were still implanted and mind controlled or whatever. But 120 of them are feral. They don't, you know, they don't know what's up. Well, land traps, uh, this is a, a development. How many ghouls were there upstairs? About 20 or so? Yeah, there was about, yeah, there was about uh, uh, 20 in that front room. There was about uh, 100 or so in that back room that you saw, and then about 20 in process. Um, and then there's about 30... Um, that you're not accounting for, but you see in the system. Okay. To be honest, I only remember the ghouls in the front room. That one set where they're all standing there. It was about 20, but... Where were the rest of them? Because there's uh, a lot more ghouls on this list than I remember. Yeah, you're seeing a, you know, about 100 of them uh, in the back room, where he was going to throw that girl in. The twenty oh, up. I see. Yeah, yeah. The I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah we the never looked in there. So. Yeah, remember he opened it and was going to throw the. Which the girl was trying to get out when she was running away, like thinking yeah. she was going to escape out that door. And he's like, "Oh, you want to go in there? Okay." And he opens it, like going to throw her in. And you realize it's all ghouls. Uh, uh, and then you were like, "No, no, don't!" And he's like, "Okay, fine." And he put her back in the radiation room. Um, yeah. So back there, there's about a hundred ghouls. Then there's about twenty in that front room. Um, there's about okay. you know twenty strapped down in process. And then another 30 that you're not accounting for. But you can see that they're linked to the system. 
Out of those, the 30 that are probably not feral, does it say which group they're in, or in that, are they the non-accounted 30? Uh, no, 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 just intermixed. You know, there's... Scattered, a, yeah. Yeah, scattered all just in the mix. But, Sprocket, the but like... Sprocket knows where they are. Like, you're in the system, Sprocket. You can tell, like, you know, there's five of the 30 mixed in that front room of 20. There's, like, you know, 15 of them over here, and then another 10 mixed in with the missing 30 or whatever. Like, however it is, you, you can see exactly where they are if you need to find them. And you're, and you're in control. And you're in control of them. Keep that in mind, too. Um, you can see the controls. You can absolutely... You know, make them walk and go places. You can trigger in uh, to see the visuals of like what they're seeing. Um, usually, it leads into the head of the pack if if it goes pack wise or whatever. But you have all these options. You can also trigger to have them attack. It can go in pack mentality. You can have them loot things. Like you see all the things that that super mutant uh, was doing, controlling these ghouls, and you're in control. Okay. Oh, we have a whole lot of ghouls in here. There's about a hundred. It's a lot of ghouls. Fortunately, they all seem to be controlled from this terminal, so we should be safer now. And you separate the ones that are not feral, those that are. I think we could probably give them instructions to maybe go into that front room and have the rest of them congregate in the back room so we can separate the feral ones out. For, uh, separate the non-feral ones from the feral ones. If you can put the ones that have humanity left in the front, the feral in the back, then you see Yasuke kind of reach for the handle of Shinsetsu, and I will sever the motor coil of the feral ones. That we could do that, yeah. Um... <laughs> I see this moral dilemma between Jerry and Sprocket <laughs> wanting to control this army to their benefit, you know, and Yasuke like, ah, morally, we can't do this. And like, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm not so much in favor of controlling this army, but uh, oh? I'm also not necessarily convinced about going on a, a spree of just chopping down through a hundred ghouls either. Think of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a big level up <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's another problem here though there's about 30 ghouls in this system that don't seem to be here is there any way i can figure out sort of where they are and what they might be doing yeah Anything you can to indicate that yeah when you get in you can see there's a pack of 30 um that was attacking a settlement um, it looks like some type of farming community um, a, a little east, a few miles east, uh, in the direction of Miami, uh, but not fully off into Miami. Um, and it looks like uh, they were attacking some type of farming community. Um, but uh, when you kind of get into that pack, uh, you can see they're kind of wandering off and spread out and like doing their own thing. A few are attacking over here, a couple are laying down sleeping over here and like you know, it's like maybe they were in a pack attack in this farming community uh, when you kind of encountered this German super mutant. Maybe he was in control and then stopped controlling them uh, to engage with you all. Perhaps we should. So we've got a group of about 30 of them out there that are apparently midway through an attack on a farm. 
Should we? I think we should probably recall them, get them back here, and at least try and stop this attack. Yeah. Is there a kill switch in there? Something that you can flip that'll just kill these ghouls for you? Oh, yeah. Is it going to work for specific ones? Or... Yep. Yeah, you're in control, Sprocket. You can do anything, uh, you know, within reason, you know, but absolutely. Yeah, You there's, there's a kill switch. You can do as a group, individual, uh, whatever you want to do in control. So first thing, let's uh, stop this attack then and uh, order that group of ghouls to come back to Westec. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, and we'll stream, like and, and, and I know, uh, Brandon, you have to go soon, um, and we're getting close to that two-hour mark. I usually like to keep it right around anyways. Um, so let's we can streamline this. I'm not going to make you do rolls and stuff if you guys want to discuss the plan. Um, but absolutely, Sprocket, you can control those 30, um, you know, getting them back online. You see them, you know, the ones that were sleeping kind of wake up. The ones that were attacking stop and wait orders. The other ones that were wandering off stop and await orders. And you make them all kind of gather and come back to West Tech if that's the plan. Um, and they do that. Uh, they start walking away um, and get back to West Tech. Uh, what else do you guys want to do? Like I said, we can streamline these plans and stuff. Uh, just let me know. You guys can discuss amongst yourselves. Is there anything in the system that would uh, allow us to return um, autonomy to the ones that aren't feral? Yeah, yeah, you can disconnect uh, the control aspect. Um, you know, just okay. re releasing them. Obviously, if you do it with the ferals, they're going to go back to being feral. And like Jerry just mentioned, the ones that aren't will go back to being normal, normal ghouls. So should we then separate them out so that we put all of the ferals into this back room and all of the non-ferals into the sort of smaller front room so that we can uh, you can do that at least when we just you know that way they don't just suddenly kind of come back to themselves with the uh, surrounded by ghouls that are just dropping and yeah. uh, so do we want do we want to go through here and sort of take them out one by one or should we use this system to put those feral ones out of the misery oh system obviously let's we'll streamline you don't need to make yasuke do all that work do you <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of... yasuke's gonna have a problem with this that's a lot of work i thought i thought this was yasuke's I mean, idea he wants to release them right yeah but he was yeah, if you mentioned that oh, yeah, oh if you yeah, mentioned yeah. there's a kill switch yasuke is like oh there's a kill switch yasuke can't think yasuke goes, oh that makes more sense if you contaminate the feral ones let it be done Jerry, how do you feel about this? The feral ones don't bother me, but the non-ferals, I just want to make sure they're okay. Okay. So let's uh, that. <clears throat> press that kill switch on the feral ones. Let's get this definitely very right. <laughs> um, All right, I'm going to need a and... roll to see if you accidentally... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You had a total kill switch. Whoops. <laughs> Oops. Everybody's dead. No, you, you're in control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're in control. You can do anything you want with this. Um, yeah, you move all the ferals back to that big sort of holding room. Uh, you, you bring all the normal ghouls and control up to that front uh, room. They're all standing there. You hit the kill switch on the ferals. Um, they instantly drop. Uh, you see them boop, all offline, and all those feral ghouls just drop down. You see the light and the mind control go off um, as you just hit the kill switch on all those, uh, destroying the, the system, 
destroying the ghoul. Um, so now you've got like about a hundred and uh, what was it, a hundred and twenty out of the one hundred and fifty back there dead, and then you've got about thirty uh, ghouls up in the front room still in control that aren't feral. Okay, so I'll make sure I'm standing there so that when those ones come to and return to autonomy, they'll have a friendly face to talk to. Okay. Yes, Gay, do you want to head up there just in case some any of them react badly? I mean, hopefully we'll everything will be okay, but just in case Jerry's badly outnumbered here. I will be there in case they get rowdy, especially if some have turned feral that were not accounted for. I think that's the safest option. So if you guys are going to head upstairs, I'll give it uh, a minute or two and... Uh, turn the control device off, leaving them hopefully alive and um, giving them back their free will. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, Yasuke, Jerry, make their way up to the front. You can see the 30 ghouls kind of posted up in there, uh, just in random outfits, some in scraps, some in newer stuff, a couple of vault dweller outfits. Obviously, it's, you know, people that they've captured, ghouls, things. Um, but you get up there, you post up, you see them all standing, a sprocket hits the release switch, not the kill switch. Uh, releasing this 30 from the control. Um, and you see the light kind of switch to like a purple color um, as these ghouls all kind of go from their suspended animation to like back to reality. You see them kind of like look around. Some of them like freak out like, oh, what, what the hell, where am I? And some of them kind of like, oh my God, and like start crying. One, one woman kind of turns, starts throwing up and talking about, oh my God, the things I've done. And like, seems like they have memory of all the things that they were doing while in control. Uh, some are coming to grips with it, freaking out. Some are just shocked. Some looking around, like a bit of a panic moment. But you do see that all thirty of these ghouls are—you know—none of them are feral. They all seem fairly civil. You know, none of them are attacking or doing anything crazy. They're just kind of in shock or sad or, you know, just surprised. Come make my way back up there and up the stairs and rejoin Jerry yeah. and Yeah, to streamline, you're up there. Uh, all three of you are there. These 30 ghouls are all kind of freaking out in different ways and looking around and confused. There's a vault nearby, and I believe you can all be safe there. Looks like some of you might remember it. Yeah, if you want, give me a... Give me your speech. Um, this is just going to be a difficulty of one, uh, Jerry. Okay. Yeah, see. That's why Yasuke stayed quiet. <sighs> I don't have much in my speech. I just this is going to be the last two. Uh, you know, the last thing we're reaching that two-hour mark. So if you did have AP or anything or luck, anything you want to do, you know, go for it. Use it up. Oh, yeah. You should use a luck. But, uh, do we have any other minus two? No, the, even with minus twos, it wouldn't help. Um, yeah, we've got AP. I can, I can roll again uh, for some AP. Yeah, go for uh, it. You just need, just need one success, so whatever you want to use, uh, this will be the last roll of the session before we end, so I'd say okay. go for it. You have higher luck, so you could stack the deck. Oh, that too. Yeah, and you have good luck. You can always uh, replace a roll with your luck stat. That's true. Or That's re-roll a twenty true. using a luck. Uh, that would re- that would replace your skill with your luck stat. Uh, if my, my if luck your stat is good. If your luck is better than your, your speech. Than charisma. Or, or it's replaces, higher than my charisma. Uh, your charisma. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, then use your luck speech if you want to replace that. And you could still use AP uh, to get an extra 20. You can use a luck point to replace a roll. Um, you can do all that if you want. Uh, this is the last one. Of Should I... Uh, do you guys want me to blow the rest of our AP? Is it? Okay. It's the last part of the session, so... Yeah. All right. The overseer is telling you, I would suggest it. I think you should. If you, if you right. don't, I have to kill 30 innocents, so... Yeah. <laughs> the, blood will be on, the blood will be on your hands, Jerry. Oh, man. Not again. Fortunately. No, that's awesome. Yeah, you, there you, we go. Yeah, you, you give the speech, uh, you know, it takes a moment, uh, but they all kind of come around, they listen to you, they realize what has been going on, and they all start thanking you. They, they, they thank all three of you. Uh, they all, you know, it takes a while, but they all kind of come around to reality and what's going on. Um, and they just ask you, you know, could, 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 that sounds great. Could you please, you know, some of them, can you please take us to the vault? Uh, some of the other ones want to get back to family, back to their settlement. But yeah, there's about, we'll say five, uh, five of these, uh, ghouls, um, that want to go to that vault. Two of them are actually from that vault. Um, the other three, uh, have no family left. It's been so long and things. Um, so yeah, five of them ask you. You know, this is great. Thank you so much. Will you escort us to that vault um, that you mentioned um, as the rest of them kind of go out? Um, you guys are in West Tech. You have the run of the building. Um, as you took out the ferals, you released the other ghouls. You have these five to escort to the vault. And this is where we'll end the session. You guys are in West Tech. You have the run of the building. Um, great session. I'm so happy to have you here, Jay. Great, great job. I love uh, Yasuke. Uh, he was a lot of fun to have to the team. I think it's awesome to have the super mutant um, being able to tackle things out of s- fucked up situations. This is awesome. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to it uh, next Friday. Every Friday we'll be right here. So everybody in chat, make sure you tune in. Let's just go around the table real quick. Remind people where they can find you online so they can show some support. Uh, Brandon, start it off. I am Brandon Perkins, also known as DM underscore Brando. Uh, you can find me in the socials under DM underscore Brando, and you can find the novel that I'm writing uh, at royalroad.com. Uh, and that's spelled S-O-L-A, called Sola Harvest of Souls. Oh, yeah. Darth. Hey, I'm, I'm Darth Zahn. If you want to catch up with any of the Fallout stuff I make or any other Bethesda game-related stuff, particularly Starfield coming up, do check me out over on YouTube and catch me on the socials as well, all at Darth Zahn Games. It's just down there. Oh, yeah. Jay? Um, oh, hey, what can I say? Yasuke is who I play, but you can call me Jay. Casual. You can find me on all social media at Just2Casual, and you can also follow me on my journey of creating my own anime-inspired TTRPG, Deep Breath. You can find out all information at DeepBreathRPG.com. That's D-E-E-P BreadTHRPG.com for all updates for the Kickstarter that's coming soon for you to enjoy some anime experience in your 5e-compatible tabletop. Yeah, perfect. And I'm Rob Mulligan. I'm the overseer here. I'm also the founder of CyberNation Uncensored. Make sure you follow and subscribe here on Twitch and YouTube. Also, make sure you check out everybody's uh, Twitter uh, URL, our little handles here under each of our videos. Uh, Find us on Twitter. Give us a follow. It's a great way to keep up to date with all the cool things we have going on. We would really appreciate that. Aside from that, make sure you tune in every Friday right here. Same place, same time. Thank you so much. We'll see you later. Take care. Sacrimation on Sensor.